What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Booth, your go-to podcast for all things regarding events, where we literally have you covered from A to E. Now, if you're wondering why I say A to E and not A to Z, simply put, if you are A, an attendee, B, a bride, C, a coordinator, D, a DJ, or E, everybody else, we have you covered. From the topics that we go over, the people that we're going to bring on the interview, uh, the subjects that we tackle, the questions that we answer, all things we you better believe that we have you covered. I'm your host, Marcus, and today I really, really wanted to tackle a question that I've gotten so frequently, predominantly in two different forms. And that question is, are mobile DJs real DJs? And are mobile DJs good DJs? Well, first I'd like to paint a little picture and give you a nice little illustration. So, if you're like me, you live in Southern California, you know, where we have In-N-Outs all over the place. You go to In-N-Out, depending on what time you choose, you know, you sometimes you can f- drive straight through the drive-thru. More times than not, you know, you're sitting in line for a good 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes to get in there to get your order in. Because it's In-N-Out. It's iconic. It's a staple. So, you know that when you're done driving there and you get there and you order and you get that good old double-double with grilled onions and that animal-style fry, like, it's going to be the absolute business for your taste buds. Now, if you're at an event or you attend a wedding and then they ended up renting an In-N-Out food truck, you may not have all the things accessible to you that you typically get at In-N-Out when you go to the brick and mortar, when you go to the physical location. However, you are still expecting your double-double to still taste really, really good. Because at the end of the day, it's still in and out So if it's just in and out and then you just regular fries, maybe well done or or lightly done on the fries, all my in and out heads know what I'm talking about, you're expecting for it to taste just as good as... It does after you've waited in line for about 25-30 minutes from the actual location itself. That is exactly the same equivalent of, in theory and in practicum, of what a mobile DJ is actually supposed to be. If you go to an event, if you go to the the nightclub scene, if you go to like the bar, um, or if you went to the bars or restaurants that kind of like turn kind of nightclub-ish, at the end of the day, because like for us down in down in uh, Temecula, we had like TGI Fridays. Everybody knows Fridays. Fridays, you go in there, you know, good food, good fun. Yeah, it kind of turned up uh, a couple nights a week, and they you know had a DJ in there and lights going on and and turned into a little club, really. So you expect when you go to these places, the DJ to be a certain caliber, to be you know in tune with the music, playing good song choices. Um, you know, mixing in between and and transitioning and just really having a good level of energy and a good flow in the music and a good flow in their set. When you go, and that helps enhance or deter your experience at that location. Now, a mobile DJ is supposed to take that same experience, that same caliber, that same level of expectation and bring it now to you bring it to your doorstep via wherever that doorstep may be whether it be actually in your home you know for a get together or 
in your neighborhood or at this particular venue for fundraiser or wedding or whatever you're working on or whatever event that you are putting together. So are mobile DJs good? Well, the answer to that is pretty simple. Yes and no. Sometimes you get a mobile DJ who is bringing that same level of energy to you where you are and sometimes they they don't sometimes it's it's lacking it's it's missing and it's not truly attuned or attentive to the needs of the event so a good mobile dj really can read the situation know what's going on in the timeline of the event and put together their music and put together their musical selection their set accordingly I mean, the last thing you want is to have dinner and everything's like upbeat and bam, 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 bam. Like now's not the time. But if we're talking about, you know, having that moment where you want everybody on the dance floor, then yes, that's the time to have the eye energy. And is this person going to be able to do that for you? Well, to be honest with you, if you're you're putting together an event, whether it be a wedding or whether it be a fundraiser, whether it be a carnival or whether it be father-daughter dance or mother-son dance or whatever that you're looking at doing, you're not going to really know if this person is a good fit for you until you sit down and actually meet with that person. I've said in a previous episode that I'm a firm believer that not all DJs are meant to DJ all events because not all DJs are good fits for all events or all people and all vendors. And so you can have your your best friend, they had an event and it was a birthday party for, you know, it was a dirt, an adult birthday party, you know, everybody in their, you know, mid to late 20s, early 30s. And it was a great time. DJ played hip hop a lot and they just played what everybody was like and vibing and having a great time. Now, is that automatically going to translate to this person being able to DJ this event for a bunch of elementary school kids. Maybe, maybe not. It's really going to boil down to when you sit down, you have that conversation with them and find out really what their range is and what their situational awareness or protocols are. Again, I brought up dinner. If we're talking about, you know, dinner time, what type of music would they play during dinner if your event is to have a dinner? Like you're doing a retirement party and it's going to be dinner and a slideshow and some other elements first. And then you want to turn it on and have a party um, to finish out the last 30, 45 minutes or an hour. What is their protocol for when guests are arriving? What kind of what's their mindset? What is their attitude? What is their approach? If this is the age range, like what are they what are they doing? What are they playing to? Um, are they automatically playing all the hot songs that are on the radio right now? All that immediate top forty that people like as soon as people get there? Are they playing like chill house? Are they playing smooth jazz? Are they playing some instrumental? Are they playing something a little bit more nostalgic, like maybe? moderately tempo 80s 90s early 2000s maybe early 70s depending on the again the demographic of the attendees what is their protocol what is their mindset what is their approach when you sit down with 
the prospective DJ and ask those sorts of questions, it begins to really illustrate for you what their attitude, what their mindset is, and if this person is indeed a good fit for you. Now, talking about genres, genre preferences, if you're doing like a 90s theme, you want to go with something where everything is in the 90s. So can they put together a set and a playlist and an approach to the evening with everything boiled into the 90s? And then I know you won't know until we get there. It's one of those situations where when you're in the middle of it and the songs start playing and the music starts flowing, if this person really lives up to doing what they said they're going to do. But even asking them ahead of time, what are some of the, if I asked you right now that we're doing a 90s party, like what are some of the artists that you would play? And if they say, um, 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 I got to do some research. I'll get back to you. That's probably an indication like for this event, this person may not be the best fit. However, if you ask them, hey, you know what? I have a bunch of um, high schoolers coming over. We're doing like a graduation celebration. Um, and so we're going to have like a block party in the cul-de-sac. We're inviting all the high school kids in the neighborhood to come and hang out. Um, what type of stuff would you what type of stuff would you play? And like, oh my God, I will play Drake. I will play, you know, Cardi B. I will play, you know, J. Cole. I will play XYZ LMNOP. Then you're like, okay, you know, you kind of get the the feeling this may be, you know, a good fit. Same question again. We're having a graduation party, all these kids are coming over. Like, what's some of the stuff like immediately without me giving you any instruction? Like, what's some of the stuff you would play? And the response is, oh, you know, well, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would dig in and I would probably go with a little bit of, a, a little bit of hip hop and a little bit of house and, uh, oh, okay, wonderful. Um, is there anybody in particular that jumps out of you that you would play? Um, I would probably go with a little bit of Rum DMC. Um, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not for this guest or maybe not for this event. So you really won't know until you sit down and engage with the person if this is somebody that you can connect with because most importantly as the event person whether it be your bride whether you're a coordinator you have to have a a met a, a degree of trust in this person you have to have a degree that they will do well they will choose make good song selections they will play accordingly like if we're talking about a bunch of high schoolers. Granted, what they do in their personal time or in their personal choices, like, can I trust that you're not gonna go over, you're not gonna go crazy playing music that's explicit, even if it's quote unquote hot, you know, in their perspective? But we have other people and other family members and people older, people younger. Like, can I trust you to still bring those sorts of artists like J. Cole, uh, Drake, etc., Cardi B, and not bring the explicit you know the explicitness but still have a good amount of energy those are some of the questions that you kind of have to know and then when you sit down and engage somebody and really look them in the eye you know right now probably doing via facetime and engage in a good conversation with them after a period of time you get the chance to know them just a little bit it will help you make the decision like okay this person is indeed the right fit for us and based upon my interaction with them, then I know that we can we will be able to work well together. 
because of one dynamic that a lot of people don't necessarily think about is, is am I the type of person who's overbearing and is this the type of person that can really take it and play off of that? Or am I the type of person who's loose and just let them be trustworthy and the DJ that I'm interviewing or having this conversation with is one of those, the DJ who's like, basically tell me what to do, tell me what to play. I put my sets together basically all by request. So anything you request, I can play it, but that's, I come to the table with no initiative. I come to the table with no game plan without any input. A, a more hands-off coordinator, um, bride, planner, and a please tell me what to play type of DJ, not exactly a good fit either. Now, a very like, hey, play this, play that, play this. You know what? I like to hear this type of stuff. This is the type of people definitely I want to hear, you know, and when and how and where. And at 8 o'clock, could you start playing this type of music? At 8.30, can you start playing this type of music? And a DJ who's like, I basically... I put my stuff together via input. That may be more of a better fit. <laughs> um, someone who's like, hey, I have a game plan. I kind of know that after talking to you, I know the type of genres you like. I kind of know hardcore metal and screamo is not going to be a good call for this for this event. So I'm not going to play that kind of stuff. Uh, we're dealing with, you know, people in their late 30s early 40s this is the kind of things i think that they will like because this is kind of nostalgic to the times that they were in school and probably the times that they've seen since um these i've noticed from past experiences kind of get a certain feedback in this age demographic now okay i got plan a plan b plan c of course i'll roll with the plan based upon what i see and based upon how people are vibing would go really well with somebody who's like okay we had a good conversation good interaction i'm gonna take a leap of faith i'm gonna trust you to to do well and i'm not i'm not very hands-on so you're the dj you're the professional in this arena i put this in your hands those type of those two i think go really well together someone who has the game plan of plan a plan b plan c has the experience kind of back it up based upon this particular age group of people that we're dealing with for this sort of event because they've done this sort of events before and someone who's like play this at this time and play this and play that and i want to hear this i want to hear that there's going to be more butting of heads um in that situation so again not necessarily mean it's a horrible dj but it just means that personality type with the people who are putting the event together and the the vendor you're looking to bring in don't necessarily they won't exactly mix well um take it i've been with someone who has dealt with people on both sides of that scope and dj'd for people on both sides of that scope and i can be 100 percent honest and say that for me personally i'm the type that comes in with a plan a plan b plan c um the person who really coached and mentored me and the the guys who have really set examples for me have really sh- taught me how you know to read the room and play accordingly and adjust your game plan adjust your set based upon you know what's going on have a flexibility and adaptability to you so in that regard and especially with who I trained with um and how they really brought me up so to speak in this in this industry I know what I'm doing 
And so when I've had those clients that have been like, play this and I want to hear this and I want to do this and do this now and, you know, basically dictate to me everything because I'm try also to be very accommodating and very serving, you know, I, I grit my teeth, but for me, it also steals the joy because it leaves no flexibility and it leaves no creativity and it leaves no real moments where it could really help elevate and really cement the experience for the attendees and i've had and i've worked with people who've been very hands-off like hey okay so you seem good all right that seems wonderful that'll work all right we'll just let you be we'll let you do your thing okay have a good you know have a good one and those ones again because of again my personal background It'll, it gives me a lot of freedom. It gives me a lot of ability to create and play with moments and read the crowd and, and see what's going on and play into those moments. Um, like if, you know, we're getting everybody, you know, on the dance floor, trying to get everybody on the dance floor and people start dancing and you see, you know, people on the phone, you know, on their phones and they're, you know, getting a little stuff for IG or for TikTok or for Reels or, you know, they're taking a quick selfie or whatever like that. Out of nowhere, just springing on like, but wait, let me take a selfie in the middle of whatever you're going on. Like those type of moments, like they grab attention. People who catch it, it's like it's funny more times than not. It's like it gives you a lot to really bring the fun and the joy together for the, the group of people that you have at this event. So for you as an, as as a potential hiring of looking for a mobile DJ, these are some of the questions that you got to ask that will determine if this mobile DJ is a good DJ and is a real DJ. Because in all honesty, even in those established settings of a night setting, a nightclub setting or a bar setting, there has to be a level of adaptability. There has to be flexibility. There has to be the ability to read the the crowd. I mentioned previously in another episode the art of turning the turning the floor because you want everybody on the floor but then you don't want them to stay so long that nobody's spending money in the venue so therefore they're not doing other things that help benefit the business which is the one that hired you to bring you in so there's an art to it do you have that art to be able to turn the floor and to be able to roll with it? For example, if they're DJing at the wedding and you want to open up the dance floor, can they get everybody on the dance floor? And then if you want to do the dance floor and then go back to some key moments like bouquet or garter toss and um, uh, money dance or something like that, can they adapt, build the energy, and then still, without going to a screeching halt, bring everybody's attention in to these moments flip it so these moments the garter toss the bouquet toss can take place without killing the energy killing the vibe pushing people away and then proceeding to keep the energy sustained and then open the dance floor again once those moments are done unless you're doing it at the very very end of the night and it's like okay da 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 garter toss bouquet toss all right now grand exit good night <laughs> depending again on your timeline so can this person that you're looking into can they fulfill your needs now i know you can read articles and reviews hey we went to this event they went to the wedding dj so-and-so was amazing they're absolutely phenomenal um they had everybody dancing on the floor and everybody jumping up and down and having a great time from start to finish i would definitely highly recommend them and you know i would hire them for my next event that gives a lot of praise 
without a lot of detail. Because that person who gave that raving review, their song selection or their their genre preferences may differ from yours, which may differ from the skill set, from the wheelhouse of that same DJ that they spoke so highly of. So although if you're looking at basically having the exact same event that this person did, the exact same type of music, exact same type of response or reaction, then this person definitely may be immediately without any further inquiry the right one and then therefore you can say yes this mobile dj is a good dj this mobile dj is a real dj but if you're looking for something completely contrary to what that person the type of person at that event did can that person adapt can this potential dj adapt to fulfill that need to be able to do what they did for that event do it for you in your way And that's really, I'm a firm believer that that's really only something that you learn or that you know after you sit down and talk to the person, interview the person, dialogue with the person. Um, Even email correspondences don't really do justice. I can ask you a question, but hearing the tone in your voice, seeing your reaction in real life, that's something that you really can't replace via emails or texts. So just really having that taking a moment to have a face-to-face is for me what I've learned from being on both sides is a huge factor whether or not this is indeed the right person or if I'm even the right person for this event so that's just my recommendation to really answer that question are mobile DJs real DJs you really won't find out until you sit down with the person um, to give you a horror story, uh, my next door neighbor, she had a graduation party um, in the backyard. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't a graduation party. It was a birthday party because it was right before everything happened with COVID. So she had a birthday party. And um, of course, first and foremost, I'm giving them a hard time that they didn't call me or hire me uh, for it. But then I also joke like, ah, never mind, you couldn't afford me. Um, but <laughs> but I was listening as the DJ is going on throughout the night and it was so bad it was actually it got to the point where it was funny you know there's like the phases of like oh my god this is a train work and this is horrible where it's like okay it's really really bad it's really really bad you start to get upset it's really really bad you start to get annoyed and angry and then it's really really bad like to avoid breaking and getting upset or crying like it's just nothing else you can do but laugh and this dj I even called a DJ friend of mine and put them on speaker. I was like, bro, you have to listen to this. And so he's listening and he's like, I'm going to come over there right now. Like, I'm going to go over there right now. I'm going to knock on their door. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm a friend of your neighbors. Uh, and um, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm taking over. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It was, we have to let it play out and see really how things go. I mean... This guy, he was playing songs all the way through. There were moments of silence, and then he started the next song. He talked at random in complete silence. Um, he did. He played the same song multiple times in a one-hour span of time, which shows a lack of organization. It shows a lack of of attentiveness to know like what he's doing or what he's playing. Granted, everybody who's been a DJ can can attest to. Wait, did I play this one already? But there's a way to go back and see if you've already played that song. 
depending on the software that you use, either it will be highlighted already or it'll provide a check mark or you can just look up in your history and, oh, it's right there. Yep, I played the song much earlier. This guy played the same song like three times throughout the span of an hour. Um, he was trying to f- fix one song or pick a song, but then he had that song playing at the same time underneath the main song he had playing. So you hear two songs out loud over the speakers that were clashing. I felt so bad. (laughs) I felt absolutely so, so bad. So for this event, for a bunch of, you know, 16, 17, 18 year olds that are also having a pool party on a Friday or Saturday night, not exactly the best fit playing it all the way through that might be good for like a different event and they're like yeah we saw he had good reviews again he may have had great reviews but again what was their event compared to your event what is your event compared to the review that you're reading is it literally the same or is it close enough to the same if you reach out to the dj say hey i'm looking at doing this so-and-so event and i noticed that so-and-so gave you a review like what kind of type of event did you do for so-and-so and they start giving you the details of it and you start thinking about it you're like you know what hey that sounds a lot like the what i'm trying to accomplish you know what hands down let's do it let's let's book this let's sign the contracts let's get you paid let's get you the deposit um and let's book this and and have you dj our event that really sh- is i think the metrics of are mobile DJs real DJs? Yes, because the type of music that has to be played, the adaptability, and playing to the correct scene and the correct scenario is is vital. I know some mobile DJs, they played for kids. You know, you deal with young people, so everything that they played, everything that they played is just strictly like head, shoulders, knees, and toes, stuff from like Cocomelon, um, Wiggles, like all this kind of stuff. And to a degree, yeah, that can fly for a good period of time. But are we really playing nursery rhymes for a bunch of like 9, 10, 11-year-olds? Maybe not. Um, So do you have like hyper, hyper clean edits? Because I know some parents are like, if it doesn't say dad gog or dad gum and says like hot dang then that's a cuss word in my house and we can't have that so you know what is that happy medium where you're able to still bring in a little bit of that you know would it be kids bop playing those versions of of stuff and really putting together that same level of energy and set that you would for an adult or um a higher teenage party or is playing like head, shoulders, knees, or toes, and the wiggles, and Coco Melon really the best fit for the affair? Do they have the adaptability to be able to play or bounce back and forth between Disney and um, theme songs or TV shows that they watch or listen to or, you know, those sorts of things? You know, can they do that? And mobile DJs have to have that level of versatility. They have to have that level of adaptability. They have to have that level of just to be able to read what's going on, as well as working with the client to go through the event, what's going on and when, so that they can, of course, do things that match and do things that go accordingly. Um, Are mobile DJs good DJs? Again, the answer is yes, 
and no. It's really going to depend upon is this the right DJ for your event. And if you're a DJ, I definitely recommend you take the time to, you know, ask yourself these questions. Learn this information as well. Grow, grow in your adaptability um, and spend some time, you know, studying those DJs who have such a versatility to them where you see them DJing in the club or you see them DJing on the radio and then you can see them DJing at a sport event or you can see, and then you turn around and you see them DJing at, um, you know, a block party and then you see them DJing at a wedding. You know, these things don't always translate to all people. Um, a friend of mine, he, oh my goodness, I look up to him so much as far as his DJ skills, his music selection. Literally, I have my phone out the entire time he's DJing, just taking notes every single time during the set. Shazamming just about everything that he plays because he comes with so much musicality in his sets and it's just amazing seeing how he puts it together and then he himself by his own admission is like i can't do weddings i absolutely can't do not i cannot do weddings there's no way <laughs> so just because he's really good in this arena even he himself is like uh -uh, nope over there that arena like i can't do it like i'll do it for a friend i'll do it like if push comes to shove really but that's really not my forte that's really not my that's not my my best. So I recommend someone else instead. Finding the right DJ for you is going to be the right thing to do. And if, again, you're a DJ, I recommend, again, checking out other DJs, learning from their versatility, learning from their adaptability, and then seeing how you can incorporate that to you to play where you're trying to play. And most importantly, you have to identify, if you are a DJ, where you want to DJ. If you're like, I want to be mobile, I want to just take any gig I can get, or no, I'm trying to just DJ just for sports, or I'm just trying to DJ just on the night scene. Because even like the bar nightclub scene that I, I mentioned, those are also still technically mobile DJs. Um, because especially if it's like TJI Fridays, like I mentioned, TJI Fridays doesn't have a built-in DJ booth. So the dance floor lighting, the speakers, the subwoofer, the the mixer, the controller, the turntables, all of that comes from the DJ bringing it because being mobile means you're the one who brings the party to the person who's hiring you. You're the one who brings the party to them and then brings the party to life. So that's a couple of recommendations for DJs, but most importantly, I think this time around, I hope that answers a lot of questions for you if you're an attendee what to look for or listen for when you're at an event if you're a bride looking for a dj for your wedding questions to ask to find out if this person really is going to be the right person to dj for your wedding um if you're a coordinator what to look for in a dj before you extend the offer to hire them for your event and start signing contracts if you're a DJ, what you need to do to kind of really elevate your game to be able to DJ anywhere and in any scenario and in any situation. So anyway, that's all I got for you guys today. I hope this helps. I hope this gives some clarity, some some inspiration um, to you as far as like if you're planning an event or if you're looking to do more in the industry, you know, as a DJ and get more mobile. So I hope this helps. I hope you guys have a great one. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.